Well, it's uh, 10 uh, minutes uh, after 4, South African time on this beautiful Mubarak uh, Friday morning on our program, Asafina to Ilal Jannah. Yes, uh, let's welcome our wonderful listeners of Radio Walansar International, our wonderful listeners of Markaz Sahaba, the voice of Ahlul Sunnah Wal Jama'ah. Today is the 11th of Rabi'ul Akhir, 14.45. Our beloved, honorable, respected Fadilatul Ustad, uh, he's uh, currently right now in Pitritif. So uh, let's welcome our beloved Ustad this early Mubarak Friday morning. Ustad, welcome to the Q&A. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, Ustad. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Barakallahu feekum mawana arafat. Jazakallahu khairan to our technicians, Brother Junaid Khan, Brother, brother Riyaz Hussein. نحمده ونسولي على رسوله الكريم أما بعد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم رب شرح لي صدري ويسل لي أمري وحلل قدة من لساني يفقه قولي سبحانك لا علم لنا إلا ما علمتنا إنك أنت العليم الحكيم all praise due to Almighty Allah, the sustainer, nourisher, and cherisher of the universe. Peace, blessings, and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Today, with the grace and mercy of Almighty Allah, is the 11th of Rabi'ul Akhir. 1445, and we focus on chapter 29, Surah Ankabud, the spider, and verse number 61. So Almighty Allah Jalla Wala informs us that Almighty Allah Jalla Wala informs us, Wala in Sa'altahum, and if you ask them, that is, if you ask the Mushrikeen, the idol worshippers, Man Khalaqa Samawati Wal Ard, that who created the heavens and the earth, the entire universe and creation, and who subjugated the, sky, the sun and the moon, meaning sunrise, sunset, with precision, accuracy. You see the qamar. It's called qamar. Why? Because it's increased, decreased, the waxing and the waning of the moon. And then you see in the starting crescent on the 14th night, the full moon, so who is creating all the subjugating all for the benefit of humanity and creation? Then surely they will say Almighty Allah. So even they accept the only Khalik, the only creator is Almighty Allah. But when the time comes for worship, then they want to worship their idols. They want to worship their semi-gods and demigods. So that is what Islam came to abolish and demolish and said, La ilaha illallah, Muhammadur Rasulullah, meaning that truly there is none worthy of worship except Almighty Allah Jalla Wala and Nabi Muhammad Mustafa, Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, was, is, will always be the last and final messenger with the final and last constitution for humanity and posterity 
So where are you being misled? Almighty Allah showed you the right path, the true path, but today's human being, 8 billion plus, then you find 7 billion are gone astray. So that is Almighty Allah informing them, use your intelligence and intellect. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. We give you the national, local, international, global news, views and interviews today. So we see what's happening there in Gaza, Palestine. More than 8,000 people martyred by the Israeli super-terrorist IDF and more than 2,665 children documented and others also. And that is, they write down their names, their ID number, whether it's male or female, and all this, why? Because Biden, the super-terrorist, and Israel, and America, they are the real haramis in all this. They don't even allow for a ceasefire. They want more killing, killing of the, of the Palestinians, and the world is witnessing all this here. Biden says he does not feel and think that the numbers that are being shown are reliable. Can you imagine that the destruction... So that is why people have lost complete confidence in him. His own party members are losing faith and confidence in him. The American public, the latest poll they had, he has the lowest ratings now. You must remember that. Similarly, across the border, the Ukraine, Zelensky is losing support one way. So all these people, remember, they are war criminals. They say Putin is a war criminal. But the biggest war criminal are these people. America invaded more than 50 countries after World War II. And Israel is a super terrorist, remember that. They're, they're committing crimes, war crimes, for the past 75 years, from the time they were born in 1948. We see in America, there in Maine, that that person killed 18 people, and they say that he is a sergeant, or he is somebody who belongs to the army, or the police force, and is a person who knows how to use the gun, and 13 people are injured thus far. In Bangladesh, a huge fire took place in Dhaka, and there were towers there, the cell phone towers. So many people, millions of people, their cell phones were interrupted and so forth. And thereafter, remember that we see that the Gaza rockets have targeted Tel Aviv thrice. Now imagine these are homemade rockets, basically, or even if it is certain rocket missiles that are given to them, remember, by Iran or whoever, so it is very, very limited compared to what Israel has. And they're targeting Tel Aviv, the Haaretz says, that they hit them and struck them thrice. So that should be the aim, to put fear in the heart of these Jutlas and Haramis. And you see already, this is all their figures. 125,000 Jutlas evacuated and staying in hotels. So that must be the aim, to strike fear in the hearts, you must remember, of these people here. And that is that they must pick up and go. 55, 60,000 Jutlas have left Israel already, the Haramis. Therefore, we told them long time, you better keep two passports and start preparing because you lost this war on all fronts. The Hasbara also is failing. The propaganda is failing. You go read your Haaretz newspaper and you will see that. 
You know there was that Harami, and he was burning the Quran Sharif day in Sweden. So eventually Sweden had enough of him. So they are deporting that person there back to Iraq, and they say you have to get out from here because they know that this is creating bigger problems for them and so forth. Now listen to this here and how the tide is changing. So a Hamas delegation is visiting Russia and Israel, America, and their puppets and supporters are furious. So they want to dictate to Russia, you must send them back home. You must not accommodate them. You go to hell. Who are you to come to dictate to South Africa or to Russia or any country for that matter there? Yes, you can dictate to Saudi Arabia. You can dictate to United Arab Emirates and to Jordan and to Egypt and Bahrain and Morocco. Because these are your puppet regimes. These are the Haramis, the traitors to Islam, the Murtads and Qatar. So these are the leaders who are out of the fall of Islam. But when it comes to Russia... Putin will put one submarine for you, one nuclear for you, and that will be the end of Israel. And they're very upset. You must remember what China also. China told them, you go to hell. It don't mean what you say. We must just agree with you. So Russia, China, Iran, all that on one side, and this apartheid terrorist Nazi regime, Hitler's children on the other side with America, that, that side there. Now the first Iranian-Israeli war is taking place according to the Haaretz newspaper, meaning that Iran is not involved directly, but they will use all their agents, whether it be there in Hezbollah, we call them Hezbollah Shaitan, because Shias are Kufar there in Lebanon, or whether it be the Houthis there in Yemen, or whether it be other groups and so forth. So it is a low-scale war between them. The United Nations say the world is failing Gaza. Very little humanitarian aid is coming in. And there are 2.3 million people there in Gaza. And remember, the world are just sitting as observers and spectators. So the European Union say there must be a lull. And remember, ceasefire, they don't want to speak because America then uses the veto. And at least great amount of humanitarian aid must come in. The Israeli apartheid terrorist Nazi regime, Hitler's children, still not allowing fuel to come in. So we need to expose them and so forth. Imagine the blood is flowing and the bodies are piling up. And remember the shuhada are increasing the martyrs and the, and the spread of the musk is spreading there. The fragrance of musk is spreading there in Gaza. But MPS, the Murtad bin Shaitan of Saudi Arabia, still going ahead with his musical festival, the biggest one, they say, there in Riyadh, the mother of all musical shows. So imagine there's a people, you call them Muslims, we call them Pakka, Murtad, out of the fall of Islam. So remember these things there. Then, yeah, the next one they got there, Eight Indians have been sentenced to death there in Qatar. Why? They were called for espionage and spying for Israel. These are Indians in Qatar and Doha. And remember that they were caught and now they sentenced them to death. So India and now Qatar, they at a diplomatic level. They will be discussing 
that no, don't give them death sentence and give them, you understand, and just, you know, a shorter sentence and so forth. So that's what they do. I told you, Quran Sharif states, Surah 5, verse 82, you don't understand Surah in verse, then remember that you go to the last, last ayat of the sixth Jew, sixth Subara, and you will see, all Mighty Allah speaks of this. لَتَجِدَنَّ أَشَدَّ النَّاسِ عَدَاوَةً لِلَّذِينَ آمَنُوا الْيَهُودِ وَالَّذِينَ أَشْرَكُوا Your worst, worst enemies now and in the future are the Jutlas, are the Jews, the Haramis, and the Mushrikeen, and the idol worshippers, the Hindus. We don't say every Jew or every Hindu, but we definitely will say majority of them. And you can just see Israel and India's activities against Islam, Muslims, and so so forth, how they treat them and how they murder them. So that is for everybody to see. Israel is demolishing the economy of Gaza and Gaza. So that is their aim. And Meta, remember your Instagram and your Facebook and so forth. They are suspending Palestinian accounts. People got million, million there. And if you speak against the Jutlas, you say kill the Jutlas or so forth. Then they'll tell you your account is suspended. So there's a definite, you will remember, bias there. So what we must do when you see, whether it be Instagram or Facebook or whoever, so we must tell them, fine, if we can express our opinions, then we millions of Muslims will boycott you. You see McDonald's and Starbucks and all of them. I told you a long time. That there's McDonald's and KFC, all haram. Not from now. You know my fatwas on that for past 10, 20 years, I'm telling you. All these are haram. Stay away from them. They already mentioning now that they are prophet, P-R-O-F-I-T, is falling. So that is what we must do. Hit the jutlas the most, and that is where it hurts them the most with the money and so forth. See these two enemies, I told you now, the jutlas and the Hindus, the Jews, the Zionists, and the Hindus. So Israel is putting pressure, you must remember, on India that you must announce to the world that Hamas are terrorists, but United Nations don't call them terrorists. Russia don't call them terrorists. China don't call them terrorists. South Africa does not call them terrorists. So therefore, we must say, and the world must say, that Israel and America are the super-terrorists of the world, and they cause the greatest destabilization in the world. Therefore, we will repeat the sentence, one settler, one bullet will settle the issue. So that is our standpoint on that. Alhamdulillah, Ya Rabbil Alameen, that we left yesterday, Hafiz Adil Kaji and myself from Lanasia at around quarter to two, and then we stopped there in Trichat by my sister, my niece, and mashallah, we visited the children, and our brother Haji Iqbal Osman, mashallah, Moana Ismail Osman is going to Cape Town with Moana Ahmed Dokra to visit their madrasas and orphanages, mashallah, Allah, accept all the great work they are doing. So we read Asr Salah there, and we arrived here on time, Maghrib time, in Pizza Thief, but you know here when you enter, we saw about 50 trucks and all of them carrying coal. So where are they going? They were going to Richards Bay. So imagine they say, this is what the local people told me. 
5,000 trucks pass here through Petrative daily and they're carrying the coal going to Richards Bay and so forth. So that is there. So last night, mashallah, we had a wonderful program there in the masjid. Masjid al-Tawheed, Nasir Badat is there. He's the imam there from the inception. When they opened this masjid, it was in 2016 May. So they invited me as the guest. So after the seven years or so, so I came now only. So I still told them, I remember the talk I gave them, meme, the letter meme, meme from Masjid, meme from Uswalli, meme from Uswalla, meme from Mimbar, meme from Mihrab, meme from Muazzin, like that. So they, some of them even remembered the talk, Alhamdulillah. So we had a wonderful program last night, and I'm staying here by Hafiz Talha. His father, Mohana Abul Kalam Azad, and he is Hafiz Tullah Azad, they hail from Bangladesh. Father passed away. Allah grant him Jannat al Firdaus al Alaf. Allah accept Hafiz Tullah and his brother in law, Mohana Abdullah, and them, mashallah, they from Mauritius, and they all doing good work here. Allah Jalla accept them. Wonderful community here in. Uh, Petratif, and inshallah today our Jumu'ah will be here in the Petratif Masjid, Masjid Tawheed. So after this program, we'll be going there to the town Masjid, and we'll read Fajr Salat there, and after Fajr, we'll have a program there after the Fajr Salat. And remember that the khutbah will start from Makkah Mukarramah at around 11.05 South African time, and the Imam and Khatib today is Sheikh Bandar Balila. So his khutbahs normally are very, very short. So make dua for Gaza and Palestine and make dua all Majallah to decimate and annihilate the apartheid terrorist regime of Israel. Amin. Ya Rabbal Alameen. Sister Felicia Ustad, uh, she's listening to you this early Friday morning and she says that uh, how does Gaza manage its economy? Electricity, water, education, and the rest of its people's needs. Uh, Sister Felicia Ustad. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. The world is observing all who the war criminals are. The world is observing who the super terrorists are. They say they're allowing food, water, and medication. That also the baby minimum. As you can see, the United Nations report coming through to the world. And Israel is holding the whole world ransom. We will do as we please, and nobody can stop us. Why? Because they have Uncle Sam, they have America. America are the war criminals, biggest super terrorists of the world, remember. See what they're doing there in Guantanamo Bay, Gitmo, to our sister, Dr. Afia. And there they are doing this in Gitmo, Guantanamo Bay for over 20 years. So we must name them and shame them. What they did there in Abu Ghuray prison in Iraq, in Baghdad. What they did in Kabul, in Bagram prison and so forth. What they are doing now there in Gaza. No fuel, no nothing. But Allah's help comes, my sister. Almighty Allah gave them resilience. Almighty Allah gave them perseverance. Me and you can never survive all this. But remember, they're going for broke. They say we will never surrender to Israel or America or anybody else. And we will pass away as martyrs with dignity. And the world will know that we Hazans can never be beaten. 
Oh, either way, either way, then we will beat Israel. And they're beating them on all fronts. United Nations told them that for 56 years, your occupation is to blame. Remember that. The world knows Israel is an apartheid terrorist Nazi regime. They're stealing more and more. They in the West Bank, there is no Hamas, but remember, they're arresting people, and they in Jerusalem, Masjid al-Aqsa is Friday today, if they feel like they will open the masjid, they will allow whoever they want to, they will prevent whoever they want to, therefore, the only way to settle this issue is via jihad. The biggest problem and criminals in all this are the Saudi regime and United Arab Emirates, Morocco, Jordan, and Egypt, and all these people who are bootlicking America and Israel. So my sister, Gaza people have said, we will give our life, but we will never surrender. And that's how the help of all my Allah comes to them. I've got uh, uh, brother Eric. He says, yeah, so who is winning, AK? Hamas? Or Israel? Eric, who's that? Obviously, Hamas is winning. You must remember that. Because you see that America is supporting them, that Richie Rich, Rishi Sunak, he drinks the cow urine and so forth. He's supporting them. Macron, the Hitler of Europe, remember, is supporting them. The whole of Europe and the world is supporting them, the whiteies and the Western world. But Israel can still not make a ground invasion. They tried something at Khan Yunus, if you know Gaza and Palestine. They got such a threshing, some of them were dispatched straight to hell and were killed. And they left their tanks and they left running. You can see all this day in the Israeli press and so forth and so on. So they can only kill babies and children. They are baby killers in their DNA is there to murder and kill. They murdered prophets and messengers. Fariqan kazabtum wa fariqan taqtulun. That you are the ones who murdered Nabi Zakaria alayhi salam, Zacharias. You are the one who murdered Nabi Yahya alayhi salam, John the Baptist. And now you are baby killers and the world is witnessing this. So you must remember on every front Hamas is giving them a threshing and 50-60,000 Jutlas have left Israel. 125,000 already in the hotels. And remember it's a disaster for Israel this whole thing and they'll never come out of it. The world has seen now so they can say what they want to but they are the biggest criminals and super terrorists and war criminals and each one of them should be sent to prison and hanged in public Islamically. Ustad, hmm. listen to Jeremy. He says is that AK you sound like a stuck record saying the same things over and over? Tell us something new, Jeremy. Ustad, you harami, you super terrorist. I'm telling you new things every day with my news, views, and interviews. If I'm a stuck record, then you harami, jutla, and jutli. Why you have to wake up so early to hear me? Mm. So, you, I told you, you're still not circumcised properly. You must come by me, I'll circumcise you properly, you harami, jutla, or go to Israel, and my brothers of Hamas will put a bullet straight into you. Mm. Then you will see what will happen. I've got, uh, I've got uh, Andre. He says, how are whites treated in South Africa? Ustad. So you must remember, the whites must think they are lucky stars, that there was no civil war yet in 94, 95, and even till now. So remember that that was a recipe, you must remember, for civil war. But the mercy of all Allah came, and no civil war has taken place. 
And yes, there are farm killings, there are, you understand, job reservation and so forth, which I don't agree with. So it should be on merit and so forth. So all parties have to respect one another, whether you are black, whether you are white, whether you are pink and so forth. To say whites must be expelled and so forth, I reject all that. Everybody can make a wonderful contribution to South Africa. It's a wonderful, beautiful country. Yesterday, whilst we were driving, remember, from Ermelo to Yepitativ, and I was just looking at the land and the sand and the beautiful scenery and how much land there is for the farmers and so forth. And this, whether we like or we dislike, what the whites can do regarding farming, the Africans, they can't do, Indians can't do, colors can't do. They have the expertise in this. So therefore, we all need to coexist with one another, love and let live. Hmm. The only people we will see pack up and go are the Jutlas like Jeremy and them. We say, get out from South Africa, you harami. Hmm. Somebody says here, Ustad, that I have met a lot of South Africans traveling in Australia. For some reason, they were not keen to return. So what is it about South Africa that makes them want to leave their home country, Ustad? The biggest problem in South Africa, you must remember, is ANC. So what is C? African national crooks, African national corruption, African national, you must remember, cater deployment. Go read the citizen of yesterday. That, the Matashile, whatever their names are, he says cater deployment is a good policy. So whether the guy got merit, whether he got skills, whether he got qualifications or not, they still think it's right. And corruption, you know, is no more in the millions, no more in the billions, it's gone to the trillions. So obviously, people who got the means and so forth, they will say that I'm fed up of all this load shedding. I'm fed up of all this water shedding. Yesterday, the Maulana and them were telling me, yeah, Hafiz Tala and others, they said, yeah, in Petrative, every night the water is switched off. So you must remember, so they got borehole or they got the Jojo things and so forth and so on. So people get, there's a nice word in Afrikaans, but you know, it's not right for me to use it now. So your mother, they're totally fed up and frustrated. So those who have the means, and especially non-Muslims, and so forth, whiteies or colors or Africans or Indians, and they want to go to Canada, or they want to go to Australia or New Zealand, me, I will encourage them. Because as a whitey and so forth, there isn't good years. Your prospect for you and your children, yeah, you can have qualifications, this, that, but you still last on the list. You must remember this type of things, yeah. But for a Muslim, I would not encourage them to go to Australia because you must remember that is a racist society. You must remember that if the people will tell you the law, everybody's equal, but when you see the real, I've been there. So to Brisbane and Sydney and these places, you must remember a better option will be New Zealand. I've been to New Zealand thrice. So there I found the infrastructure better. I found the people to be better. Our South African ulama, some of them are there and so forth. And Maulana, you understand, Umar is there. Maulana Muhammad is there in Masjid Umar. So like that, my brother Muhammad Moses and Uncle Babu and all of them are there. So there is four or five million people and 50 million sheep in New Zealand. So one man, one vote, and one man, ten sheep, you know. So that's a better option if you ask me. I've got uh, uh, Sister Hajira uh, Ustad. She says, Assalamu alaikum, dear Mufti Saab. I have been followed from the airport, Ustad, and crime again has started. 
December is around the corner, Ustad. We all need to be very, very careful and vigilant. Remember that when we disembark at the airport, then don't just look here in front of you. Look all sides. And remember when we leave the airport to come home, then also that this yesterday's incident, that somebody was stopped and they said the police and they showed some badge. So that person was very intelligent. He said, fine, I'm going to the police station. And then those people, remember, they ran away and so forth. So, you know, pe- people today, they have police uniform, all, you understand, false, and they have badges and so forth. And look at Saudi Arabia. Yesterday, the news broke and people sent me the message. You must remember inside Masjid Nabawi, listen to this, all of you Muslims. Inside Masjid Nabawi, a couple came from Malaysia and their children and so forth. They had these bags and on that bags was printed that free Palestine, free Palestine and so forth. So what the Saudi authorities did, therefore I'm telling you, the Saudi government, they are pakka kafir murtad. They locked the people up and the children also up. Mm-hmm. So why you got this free Palestine, free Palestine and so forth and so on. Then after investigating, interrogation, few hours, three, four hours, then they released them. They should be proud about it, but because they are the slaves of the Jutlas and the Haramis, today that Bandar Balila, so all these imams, not one of them can speak and even use the word Yahud. Here's example from Majid Nabawi, inside the Haram, you must remember if you carry a bag and there it's got free, free Palestine and so forth, then you are treated as a criminal. That is your Saudi Arabia today. Pakka Kafir, the government, murdered and Haram is there. I've got a brother, Walid, from Eastern Cape. He says, Ustad, how should a Muslim parent respond if one day their child says that they want to leave Islam? Brother Walid from Eastern Cape, Ustad. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Walid, the Quran says, So you must remember that there was a person, his name, that Walid bin Mughira. So he was the only child of his parents, so Quran called him Wahid, and he was also one who left Islam, meaning he didn't accept it from day one, and all Allah speaks of him. So when you have your son, Walid, or whatever, so you must remember as parents, you should be asking yourself, what tarbiyah, what nurturing training did we do? Were we good examples? Did we give him Islamic education from a young tender age? Were we reading Salat a whole day we were busy with the movies and the soccer, cricket and rugby, all these haram activities. And now you must remember when they start interacting with others, then they say, no, I don't want Islam. So you need to speak to them and don't keep on shouting and screaming and admit that we as parents are partially and partly to be blamed and get the ulama involved and so forth and so on. You see, people sometimes they fall in love with non-Muslim girls and daughters of others. So now they say, no, rather I read Islam, Allah forbid, Allah forbid, Allah so I can marry this girl, Christian girl, Hindu girl, or uh, you know, a Jewish girl or somebody and so forth. So you need to win his trust over and get the local ulama involved. You're there in PE or East London or you are there in King Williamstown. So speak to your local ulama. There are many, many senior ulama there and scholars there as well. 
Somebody says here, Ustad, that uh, which country is more powerful than India? Ustad. So you must remember that India is a powerful country in the Asia, but remember that Pakistan is also a nuclear power and so forth. But uh, here we're traveling now at Hafiz Talha to the Masjid and the amount of potholes. You must remember South Africa has a world record for potholes, 25 million potholes in South Africa. So I don't think there's any country in the world that has so many potholes like South Africa. So remember that, you know, the lucky this car looks like the shock, shock absorbers are all right. It's not the <laughs> potholes, it's the creepers here, you must remember this. So now we're going to the town Masjid here, and it's shocking, you know, absolute disgrace, the condition of the road and so forth. So which countries are more powerful than India? So you must remember economically Saudi Arabia and Qatar and all this Kuwait, all of them are much more powerful. They got oil, they got gas and all these things. But India uses that IT of the US very, very effectively. And then they got the population, the biggest population in the world, but still there's abject poverty. They still treat the Dalits, the untouchable Hindus, as the first rank and fourth rank people. So they have huge problems there. And you know the Muslims are treated as second, third class citizens. And they can do whatever they want to to the Muslims and so forth. See now all the time that it is. And the trucks are going past here like you can't believe, you know. So, mashallah, that... The thief. That is amazing to see how many trucks pass here. As I told you, 5,000 trucks pass here mm. per day. So I think that's why the roads are in a bad shape here. Mm. I've got a, a brother, Arshad Ustad. He wants to know that, can Muslims live in uh, Israel, Ustad? So they can live in Palestine. So you must remember that. But for people like me and you, if you think you're going to settle there and all that, it's very, very difficult, especially nowadays. So after this conflict, they, they're treating them even worse. So we will always advise our people that you go there and take humanitarian aid and so forth and come back. Not that you go there with the intention to stay because for us, we're very weak and so forth. And remember, we should make dua, help them, read Kunut and Nazila and so forth. Last question, we hear the town Masjid Jamaat is going to five. There's a sister wants to know, Ustad, that why do the Jews, they run European governments? Ustad. So remember, the Jutlas are biggest haramis. They know money speaks big, all languages. So they give big, big, substantial amount to the politicians, and they will give both sides. You see, America, Republicans, Democrats. So therefore, they have to dance to the tune of these Jutlas and haramis. So that is what they do. Barakallah, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.